There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone the electricity line. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Good morning. Murder. We have all heard the term going postal. But do you know the chilling story that goes along with it? On August 20th, 1986, the man who coined the term took the lives of 14 co-workers before taking his own life. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Patrick Henry Sherrill, born on November 13, 1941, left Watonga, Oklahoma to serve in the United States Marine Corps. He served a long and well-established military career and was considered an expert marksman and went on to become a member of the National Guard pistol team. But with his military service over, he needed to find a new way to make a living. That's when, in 1985, he took the United States Postal Service entrance exam and was hired to work in the Edmond, Oklahoma offices. He worked extremely hard, constantly making sure he brought the same work ethic to his job as he did to his military career. He passed the 90-day probationary period and began his new career, a career he was extremely proud of. But no matter how much he gave, his supervisors always wanted more. If he gave 100%, they wanted 150. And on August 19, 1986, that's exactly what the supervisors brought to his attention. Bill Bland and Richard Esser Jr. brought Patrick into the office and took turns verbally berating him in a well-rehearsed act. They knew he was a good worker, but they were evaluated by how much mail they moved. So this form of motivation was not new to the men in charge. One of the last things said by Bill Bland was that he would fire Patrick Sherrill if he did not improve. Patrick left the office with mixed emotions. On one hand, he knew he was doing the best he could do, and then some, and the fact that they thought otherwise filled him with a sense of hurt. On the other, these two men screamed at him for something he took pride in. He knew he was a better carrier than some of his co-workers. So why weren't they being screamed at? This filled him with anger. That afternoon, he phoned the union headquarters and asked to transfer to maintenance. As he drove home, his anger turned to vengeance. The next day, August 20th, 1986, around 7 a.m., Patrick Sherrill strode into the post office dressed in his uniform, toting a heavy mailbag on his shoulder. Without saying a word, he walked over to Richard Esser and pulled one of the three revolvers out of his mailbag and shot. Within seconds, he had shot and killed both Richard Esser and a fellow postman named Mike Rockney. Everyone in the office began to flee. Some were able to get through the side exit while others hunkered down and hid themselves under cubicles and in closets. He continued to shoot without meaning. Anyone that crossed his path was a victim. Around the time the first handful of shots were fired, the Edmond Police Department began receiving floods of calls directing them to the post office. When they approached the building, they saw bloodied co-workers lying in the parking lot and co-workers attempting to help the best that they could. Those who had escaped the building told police that it was Patrick Sherrill carrying the gun. While SWAT prepared to enter, they could see a faint image of a bald-headed man, Patrick, pacing back and forth in front of the window. A few seconds later came the muffled sound of a gunshot, followed by deafening silence. Approximately 15 minutes after this rampage began, the one that inspired the phrase, going postal, it ended with Patrick Sherrill taking his own life. 
In those 15 minutes, Patrick shot 20 of his co-workers and killed 14 of them, making this the third worst mass murder in U.S. history at the time. Unfortunately, it has since been surpassed. The two men that spurred this reaction in Patrick were supervisors Bill Bland and Richard Esser. Richard was one of the 14 who perished in the attack, but Bill happened to oversleep that morning and arrived an hour late to work. The others to die in the shooting were Patricia Ann Chambers, 41, Judy Stevens Denny, 41, Richard Esser Jr., 38, Patricia Ann Gabbard, 47, Joanna Ruth Graggart, 30, Patty Jean Husband, 48, Betty Ann Jared, 34, William Miller, 30, Kenneth Morey, 49, Leroy Oren Phillips, 42, Jerry Ralph Pyle, 51, Paul Michael Rockney, 33, Thomas Wade Shader Jr., 31, and Patty Lou Welsh, 27. Those who survived said the shooting did not surprise them, that Patrick was a loner who talked about his service and Vietnam at length, that he was a quiet man brimming with pent-up anger that seemed to just be triggered by the meeting with his supervisors. And by some accounts, he wasn't the hard-working postal worker he believed he was. The day after the attack, the Edmond Post Office made the surviving employees come to work. The mail, according to those in charge, could not wait. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 21st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.